Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumber5Casino.com. High Five Casino. Oh, yes, 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 yes. You are now listening to a brand new I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast Championship Podcasting. On today's episode, we discuss Snoop Doggy Dog getting a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, former Secretary of State Candy Rice, Condoleezza Rice, is being interviewed for the coaching job of the Cleveland Browns, and we have... An exclusive from Bizarro, Condoleezza Rice, Monica Lewinsky is back with her infamously semen-stained dress once again, and a real-life, real housewife of New Jersey is in the place to be. Teresa Judice is here breaking down how she even got started on the show in the first place, never heard before jail tales, and she relives the infamous table flip heard around the world this is a brand new smash mouth hard-hitting i am rapaport stereo podcast i'm hyped it's almost thanksgiving miles jordan give me something real nice some real proper to start this puppy off with all right i want to thank roman for supporting today's i am rapaport stereo podcast roman is a men's health company that offers remote online diagnosis for ED and convenient and discreet monthly delivery of the medication. For a free visit online, go to getroman.com slash champ. That's getroman.com slash 
champ for a free online visit. GetRoman.com slash champ. All right, have no fear. The Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast is here. My name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Gringo Mandingo, a.k.a. the Jake LaMotta of podcasting, a.k.a. the White Chocolate Tito. If you never listened to the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast, and I'm sure there are a whole bunch of you out there, this is a non-fact-checking, shit-talking extravaganza. I'm very excited. I am very, very, very excited Later on in the show, from the Real Housewives of New Jersey, Teresa Judice is here. There's been a lot of controversy over how to pronounce her name, but I asked Teresa Judice, how do I pronounce your name? And she says, just say Judice. So that's what I say. Teresa Judice. Some people say Judici. That doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound like, a, like an actual name. Um, Teresa Judice from the Real Housewives of New Jersey is here. And if anybody knows how much I love the fucking Real Housewives, it's so real. It's so real. I have no shame in my game. If you don't watch the Housewives, you're missing out. Not me. You're missing out. I I can't emphasize it any more than I've emphasized it for the last, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight years. It is my pleasure, the Real Housewives. Um, so Teresa Judice is here later on in the show, uh, but first, uh, there's so many different things to discuss. I don't even know how much we're going to be able to get to in one podcast, but I'm going to tell you this right now. Thanksgiving is around the corner. Now, I know all of you fake wannabe celebrity chefs out there, you're always trying to rethink and reimagine the turkey, okay? You're always trying to rethink and reimagine how you're going to cook the turkey and 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 a big trend in the turkey cooking world and I'm going to be honest I don't cook shit I don't cook a thing nobody wants me in the kitchen nobody wants my help my wife barely will accept my help to help her wash the dishes okay nobody wants me in their kitchen they want me in grab my food Go into my corner or into the hole or hovel they send me into to eat and then come back out. Uh, Can I help with the dishes? No, get the fuck out. I don't know why. I try to be helpful. Uh, I try to offer my services as a dishwasher. I feel like I'm a good dishwasher. I always do the finger test. You know, when you're washing dishes, you got to give it the finger test. What's the finger test? You never heard of the finger test. The finger test means you wash the dish. You dry the dish with the cloth, and then you give it the finger test, okay? Like for for kids, you give it the finger test because there could be olive oil smeared on there that you you didn't get off, okay? A lot of times, uh, I will let my dog, Wheezy, the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast news dog, uh, uh, finish my plate, and then you you gotta really use hot water and extra soap, clean that fucker down, Wipe it down and then do the finger test. Make sure there's no crustacean left over on the dish. See, what I'm saying is is that I'm willing to wash the dishes and do the finger test. It has nothing to do with this episode of the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast 
or this segment. The point that I'm making is this. Turkey frying is a new trend come Thanksgiving. And every year you hear about some dumb fuck who throws their turkey in the turkey fryer and burns their fucking house down. They don't burn their house down. They burn their arm off. They burn their face off. They've burned animals because you drop the turkey in the fryer with the water and the grease. That's not how you do it. Now, I'm not here to explain to you how to do it because like I said earlier, I don't cook anything. It's just not my skill set. But YouTube, the proper videos on how to fry a turkey and then YouTube, another video. Double check, triple check because your fried turkey, okay, it sounds good theoretically, and on those commercials, those infomercials, they make it look real easy, okay? It's all fun and games until you burn your fucking eyebrows off, okay, with the hot grease. We don't want any situations, don't drink and drive on Thanksgiving, call an Uber, be very careful, be very careful, people are tired, people are hopped up on that good brown liquor. They're driving around like lunatics. Have a safe, fantastic Thanksgiving. Do not try to get cute with the turkey in the turkey fryer. That's all I'm saying. I got invited to a, a, a friend's house. One of these uh, vegetarian friends of mine, vegan. Oh, come over for Thanksgiving. We're having tofu turkey. Nah, Duke. I don't want your fucking tofu turkey. I don't want your fake turkey your tofu ham, I don't want any of that. I want straight up real deal ham. I want straight up real deal turkey. I don't want any tofu turkey. I want real turkey. I want to get real indigestion, okay? I want to fall asleep. I want to pass out on that tryptophan, tryptophan, whatever that, that shit is. They, I, I, I don't believe in that, tryptophan. That whatever the, the ingredient, I think it's a myth, some sort of amino acid that apparently makes people tired. I don't think that's a real thing. Maybe it is a real thing. But if you stuff your face for four, five, six hours straight, I don't care what you eat. Tofu turkey, turkey turkey, macaroni and cheese, cheeseburgers, Chick-fil-A, whatever. If you stuff your face like most of us stuff their faces on Thanksgiving, you're going to fall asleep. And then the beautiful part is you wake up and you do it again. And for some reason, nobody is ashamed of themselves. I'm going to be stuffing my face all day with real-life turkeys, real-life ham, macaroni and cheese. Nothing healthy. Okay, I'm going to be watching football falling in and out of food comas all fucking day with no shame in my game. So the... Great Snoop Doggy Dog. Uh, somebody I actually consider a friend. Uh, Snoop Doggy Dog received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Right there in the cut. Fantastic location. And it couldn't go to a more deserving, iconic, only in America, star. Snoop Doggy Dog is a once-in-a-lifetime, iconic 
star. There will never be another Snoop Doggy Dog. Yes, Wiz Khalifa kind of reminds you of Snoop Doggy Dog, but he ain't even in the same conversation. No disrespect to the young gun, Wiz Khalifa, but he's not even in the same league, the same ballpark as Snoop Dogg. He's been rocking and rolling for shit. I don't even know when the fucking chronic came out. I don't know when Deep Cover came out, but he's been rocking and rolling for 27, 28 years, nonstop reinventing himself, reinventing himself, movies, TV shows, books, more TV shows, more books, keeps going, beloved, beloved, Snoop Doggy Dog is motherfucking beloved, you'd be hard pressed to find anybody that doesn't fuck with Snoop Dogg. He's, he's just that kind of lovable, likable, genuine dude. Um, so congratulations to the big homie, Snoop Dogg. Um, nobody is more deserving. Um, congratulations. Keep rocking. Keep doing your thing. November 23rd, 1993, reminding the 25th anniversary of Doggy Style, his first record, which there was so much fucking anticipation on. Uh, the 25th anniversary of, of uh, that record. And of course, a few weeks ago, there was the 25th anniversary of Midnight Marauders uh, by Trap Cold Quest and Enter the 36 Chambers by uh, the Wu-Tang Clan. And there were so many other records that year. It just goes to show how great of a year. 1993 might be the best year for uh, full records uh, from artists. Eclectic, East Coast, West Coast, Down South, all that stuff. We'll get into that later. I just want to say congratulations to my man, to my dog, the big homie, Uncle Snoop Doggy Dog, on a much-deserved Hollywood Walk of Fame star. I am Podcast. Another thing that I'm going to be doing on Thanksgiving that I, I, I already have penciled in, Creed 2 is coming out on Thanksgiving. I will be at the movie theater... At, mm, I think, 11.45 is the first screening I could get to, 11.45 a.m. There is a 10.30 screening. I'm trying to work that out. I will be waking up first thing, and hopefully, I want the movie to be a humongous hit. Uh, But if you do not know my obsession, lifelong obsession with Rocky, I don't even call it obsession. It's a way of life. Um... I will be at the fucking theater bright and early on opening day to go see Michael B. Jordan and Sylvester Stallone take on Drago and Drago's fucking son. Drago's back and his son is back. What? what, what, I mean, this movie, the fact that it's still going on, the fact that Creed was a good movie is a rocky story in itself. It's a one in a million shot. Who would have thought they would have been able to reinvent the fucking wheel and come back with Creed? It was as good as any of the uh, the other Rocky movies. You could go see Creed sight unseen and not know anything about all the other Rocky movies. Now I don't know who doesn't know anything about all the other Rocky movies, but it was that good. It lived and stood on its own. Now they're back with Creed 2. Yes, I'll be there bright and early. All the shit going on with Putin, all the shit going on with Russia and Russia elections. Brilliant. Brilliant. We bring back fucking Drago. We have Apollo Creed's son fighting fucking Drago. Creed got killed by Drago in Rocky 40. You remember that? 
Apollo Creed died in the ring, in Rocky's arms, in Rocky IV. Now his son is back to avenge his father's death. I'll be there day one, bright and early. And let me tell you a story, my friends. I may have told this story before, but I don't, I'll tell it again. Last week, I was in New York City. I was at the Howard Stern wrap-up show at the Sirius XM offices. There's always all sorts of people at the Sirius XM offices. This musician, that musician, people are up there doing the Howard Stern show. They're doing the Shade 45 uh, Sway show. There's all sorts of shows. It's all going on up there. Guest, this one, that one. I was up there to do the Howard Stern wrap-up show. This was last week, yes. This was last week. I was up there to do the Howard Stern wrap-up show and face Gorilla Tooth Gary Delabonte, fa-fa-fooey, mama fucking monkey, and tell him to his face, number one, get a teeth whitening kit, and number two, I dominated you twice, two fucking times this year in fantasy football, you big tooth baboon you. Well, while I was preparing to go on the Howard Stern wrap-up show, Lo and behold, who do I see? And I got giddy. I got fucking giddy. Dolph Lundgren Drago himself. I was like, oh shit. Uh, I like that. I've met everybody. Every fucking buddy. I've worked with a bunch of them. Okay? Believe it or not, people sometimes get giddy when they meet me. That's a fact. I'm not bragging. That's just a fact. I don't know why. I'm a regular guy. I'm a regular guy, but every now and then people get excited to meet me. I saw Drago and I'm like, holy fucking shit, there's Drago. There's Drago. And I'll tell you something, Dolph Lundgren in real life, he's a good looking fucking guy. I don't know how old that motherfucker is, but he got a nice full head. I don't know if he's German or Russian or whatever he is in real life. Obviously, uh, uh, Dolph Lundgren uh, in real life is not actually Drago. I know that, but... Dolph, I didn't even call him fucking Dolph. I said, Drago, holy shit. I'm a humongous fan. Man, please take a picture with you. He laughed. He had no idea who I was. Not a clue. Which, which, which tells me a lot about Dolph Lundgren, the person. You, you, you have no idea who I am. Dolph, you know no fucking clue. My, my, my face doesn't ring any bells. You fuck you. I didn't care. This was his time to shine. Mm, this wasn't about me. This was about Drago. Got my selfie with him. Did the old, you know, fist to the face thing. Like, we're two fighters. You know, we meet each other. Like, oh, yeah, we fought, you know. And I was excited. Now, people talk about uh, Stan Lee, the late, great Stan Lee, and, and DC Comics and all that stuff. My bad guy from my movie is Drago. That's who I saw, and I got to meet in real life. See, all this Darth Vader DC Comics, I don't even know the name of the bad guys in Iron Man, Batman, Lex Luthor, Superman, all that shit. I got to meet my actual bad guy. I got to meet the actual Drago in real fucking life, and I got to take an actual selfie with him. I will be at the theater day one, screaming one, to see Creed 2. I can't fucking wait. Yes, you know what's going to happen. Of course Creed's going to win. He has to win. I hope he wins. I hope, I mean, fuck. I can't go to the movie theater day one screening one and Michael B. Jordan loses to Drago's son. That would be fucked up. Adonis Creed can't lose to Drago Jr. I'm imagining that's his name, Drago Jr. 
I don't know. I, the less information I know, the better. But my wife said she will not go to see the movie with me on Thursday, Thanksgiving Day. She said, I refuse to go. I said, why not? I said, I'm going to wear sweatpants, a sweatshirt, and bring a towel. I'm going to do uh, a laps and push-ups while the movie's going on. When Adonis Creed is training, I'm going to train. When Drago's training, I'm going to train. When the fight's going on, I'm fully invested, just like a fight at home on pay-per-view. Just like I'm watching Floyd Money Mayweather versus Conor McGregor or a UFC fight. I'm fully invested. She said, I'm not going. You're 48 years old. Number one, you're going to give yourself a heart attack. I said, don't say that. That's me knocking on wood. Number two, you're 48 years old. Grow the fuck up. She said, if you show up to the movie theater in sweatpants with a sweatshirt and a towel, I'm not going with you. I said, well, sweetheart, I'm showing up to the movie theater in sweatpants, a sweatshirt with a towel on. She said, well, then you're going to go by yourself. And I said, fine. It's not like it's date night. I'm going to be honest, sweetheart. It's not date night. I'm there to watch the movie. I don't give a fuck what you're doing. You could be on your phone. You could be sleeping. You could walk in and walk out for all I know. I have my eyes glued on that fucking screen. Thursday, Thanksgiving Day, day one, screening one. Now, apparently, now I don't know if this is a rumor or real or what. Michael B. Jordan, a.k.a. Adonis Creed, uh, he's a big sex symbol now, says that he would like to actually box, not as Adonis Creed, as Michael B. Jordan. He would actually like to box former world champion Roy Jones in an actual boxing match. I am telling you, Michael B. Jordan, don't do it, you fuck you. You're going to get your fucking head knocked off. Did Robert De Niro ask to box Roberto Duran after he filmed Raging Bull? No. Did Kevin Costner ask to pitch to Reggie Jackson after that movie Bull Durham? No. Okay? It's a movie, Duke. Don't do it, Michael B. Jordan. I hope this is a bad rumor, but you know how the internet is. Roy Jones heard something. He tweeted out, uh, if that's what the people want, if that's what Michael B. Jordan wants, I'll give him what he wants. Uh, don't do it, Michael B. Jordan. Let me and the fans enjoy you as Adonis Creed, because if we see you really box it, really get your ass kicked, it's bad for business. I don't know who your agent, your manager, or your publicist is, but stop now while you're ahead, my friend. I am Rappaport Podcast. Listen, trust me, I know this. Men are terrible at taking care of their health, whether it's a knee injury, a bad back, a bad elbow, or something worse. Guys are usually more comfortable rubbing some dirt on it than seeing a doctor. The same is true for erectile dysfunction. That's just a fact. ED, erectile dysfunction, is not something that we're proud of, but studies show about 70% of guys who experience ED don't even get it treated. And it is nothing to be ashamed of. It is something that you can get treated. Thankfully, Roman created an easy way to get checked out by a doctor and get treated for ED privately, discreetly, online. Roman is a one-stop shop where licensed 
U.S. physicians can diagnose ED and ship medication discreetly to your door. No waiting rooms, no uncomfortable, embarrassing face-to-face conversations, and no standing in lines at pharmacies. We could just be miserable. At Roman, you can now handle everything discreetly online. All you have to do is visit GetRoman.com champ. That's GetRoman.com champ. Fill out a brief medical onboarding, chat with a doctor, and get FDA-approved ED medicine delivered to your door in a discreet, unmarked package. For a free online visit, go to GetRoman.com champ. That's GetRoman.com champ champ for a free online visit check out getroman.com slash champ now and don't feel any shame about it um i brought up uh gary delabonte in the stern show fantasy football league i just want to uh, bring everybody up to speed i played that dirty ugly elephant jason kaplan this weekend and i destroyed him I destroyed him with a subpar team. Ryan Fitzpatrick, it's over. The fucking party is over. The Fitzpatrick magic is now a nightmare. Shave the beard. That's what you should do, Fitz. Shave the fucking beard. Your beard is weird. To quote the great Machine Gun Kelly, your beard is weird. Okay? It was cute. It was fun for a little while. Now, the whole thing's just downhill. Okay? I beat that dusty elephant, Jason Kaplan, despite the fact that you, Ryan Fitzpatrick, fucked me. And in my other league, fucking, what the fuck? Carson Wentz, the quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles. I should have known. I should have known. I should have never trusted a quarterback named Carson. Now, I know Carson Daly. You know, the uh, guy from MTV, and he does all the show. He's a good guy. I've known him for a long time. Nice nice guy. Okay? I don't even think his real name is Carson, though. Okay? I've never met anybody in real life besides Carson Daly that was named Carson. What kind of a fucking name is that? that? You know what that name says? I'm not Jewish. You know anybody by the name of Carson is just a non-Jew. We call them goys. Okay, that's what we call uh, non-Jewish men, and we call non-Jewish women uh, shiksas, okay? But rest assured, you're not going to meet anybody named Carson Weinberg, uh, or Carson Weinstein, or Carson Bloomberg. It just, it doesn't mix. That's a goy name. And not, no disrespect. I have no problem with goys. I have a problem with the name Carson. It just, I don't know. I don't know what it is about it. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's like white bread. I don't like white bread. You know what I mean? It's just, I don't know. There's just something about it. It makes me uncomfortable. And I'm the asshole who started Carson Wentz of the Philadelphia Eagles in my other fantasy football league. The motherfucker put up like six points. Now, I know there's a lot of Real Housewives, Teresa Judice fans listening. And you're like, I'm speaking Chinese. We're going to get to Teresa. Okay, we're going to get to the Teresa Judice diamonds, the Teresa Judice gold later on. But right now I'm talking about Carson Wentz, the Philadelphia Eagle, who had a player on their team last year. I don't know what his name is because he's too interested in having fun. There's a player on the Philadelphia Eagles who used to play for the New England Patriots. And he said, and I quote, I'd rather have fun and win 
than play for the New England Patriots or some dumb shit like that. Well, you got your asses handed to you by the New Orleans Saints. The New Orleans Saints blew the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles who look like shit. They blew them out. Are you still having fun? Is that still fun? That's why the Patriots hate them, love them, do whatever you want to do with them. When they're gone, a guy like me who can't stand them, I don't. I won't have much to live for when it comes to the NFL. I live to hate those fucks. Shout out to you, Julian Edelman. You know what I said it to your face. I get off. I get off on New England Patriot misery. That's just the way it is. It's in my DNA. Now we're heading into real life and fantasy football playoff time. The Washington Redskins lost their quarterback to a gruesome, terrible injury yesterday. Terrible. Alex Smith, I hope you can make it back. I mean, he he broke his tibula, and I think his fibula. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I just threw that stuff out there. I actually enjoyed biology in the seventh grade. Tibula, fibula, gluteus maximus. I, I learned some shit. I retained a few things. And the Washington Redskins, believe it or not, are in first place of the NFC East. The Redskins are now currently in first place of the NFC East at 6-4. and four. Cowboys are 5-5. Five and five. They stink. The Eagles, Super Bowl champions who like to have fun. You're 4-6. and six. Say goodbye to that. And the Giants are 3-7. and seven. Listen, it's probably not going to happen, but the Giants, if they went on a six-game winning streak, they could make it into the playoffs. It's probably not going to happen. I know. I know. Don't hang up. Don't, don't stop listening to the podcast. I'm just throwing it out there. I know there's a lot of fans. That ain't happening, Red Bull. Shut the fuck up. I know it ain't happening. Just saying. Theoretically, it could happen. But the Redskins are 6-4. and four. Alex Smith is done. They got a guy named Colt fucking McCoy who's backing him up. And I'm going to tell you something right now. Colt McCoy is not going to cut the mustard. I don't know if that's the right term. Colt McCoy is not going to get it done. They didn't even have a third string quarterback. So I think that the Washington Redskins should have given Colin Kaepernick and other quarterbacks, a plenty of other quarterbacks, a workout. I'm not saying... I'm not fucking saying give him the job. But if you are on the verge of be of winning the NFC East, Adrian Peterson is kicking ass. Your team is strong. You have a strong defense. And your quarterback goes down. And you got a guy named, again, you want to talk about a guy named Colt. You'll never find a Jewish man or woman or Jewish dog. You'll probably never find a Jewish person who owns a dog with the name Colt. Again, this is just goy shit. Their quarterback is Colt McCoy. I hope he stays healthy, but this is football. The likeliness of him staying healthy, six more games and into the playoffs, something could happen. Give Colin Kaepernick a workout. Simply like, shut the fuck up. He sucks. You're a race baiter. Isn't it about winning? Isn't it about winning? If you're, they, they fucking dusted off a whole bunch of bums and gave them workouts and picked Mark fucking Sanchez. You remember Mark Sanchez? Thanksgiving's coming up. Remember Mark Sanchez when he embarrassed himself on national television 
and ran into an offensive lineman's ass and then fumbled the ball. He hasn't been heard from since. He's been floating around under the radar for this team and that team, third string this. I thought that motherfucker moved to Sweden. I literally read on the internet that Mark Sanchez had moved to Sweden. Remember, he was Mr. 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 All New York, Coxman, good looking. He stinks. He hasn't taken a snap since 2016. You know who else hasn't taken a snap since 2016? Colin Kaepernick. Again, I'm just saying, if it's about winning, I would have 10 quarterbacks come in there and try out, audition for the job, and one of them would absolutely be Colin Kaepernick. And what beautiful fucking irony would that have been? Again, I'm not saying Cap should start. Eight plays. You do some wildcat shit. You bring some excitement. You bring a different dynamic to the Redskins because right now, anything could happen in the NFC East. But you, the Washington Redskins, are at top. Do you think I give a fuck about the Washington Redskins? I'm a New York Giants fan. We're three and seven. We, we're garbage. Despite the fact that my man Saquon Barkley is killing it. And he's probably going to be rookie of the year because Patrick Mahomes is going to win league MVP. I don't give a shit about the Redskins. But do the right thing. Mark fucking Sanchez... Mark the Spark Sanchez, he, he was never good. Colin Kaepernick led the 49ers to win the entire NFC. And he took him to the NFC Championship after that. He should at least get a workout if it's about winning. If it is about winning. But it's probably not going to happen. He'll never get a fucking workout. Colin Kaepernick, and I'm going to tell you something else. I'll tell you something else. This is a true blue hot take, okay? For me, I'm the fucking hot shot now. I'm the hot shot sports reporter with the hot shot information. Some fuck named Mike Jones, some, some fake sports reporter guy, he said something to the effect of his sources said that Kaepernick doesn't want to play football anymore. People familiar and close to Kaepernick are not sure that Kaepernick wants to play football anymore. Well, I'll tell you this, you fuck you, Mike Jones and everybody else, and this is a true blue source. I can tell you that I know for a fact that Colin Kaepernick has been working out every single day since he hasn't had a job in the NFL diligently. Despite all the craziness that, have, that has gone on off the field, Colin Kaepernick still wants to play in the NFL Colin Kaepernick works out like he wants to play in the NFL. And if I was the Washington Redskins and it's all about winning, I would at least give this man a workout. But you hired fucking Mark the Spark Sanchez. Former USC pretty boy quarterback who sucked in the NFL. You know what? Good for the Redskins, you fucks. I don't wish anything bad on any quarterbacks, but hopefully Colt McCoy... Well, stub his toe. Not a long-term injury. Stub his fucking toe. And you're going to have to cart Mark the fucking Spark Sanchez out to the field. And you know what? I hope I'm fucking there on the sidelines because I'm going to be laughing my fucking ass off with my new laugh. That's right. I developed a new laugh. That's my new laugh. I patented it. It's a combination of Jay-Z and the Joker. <laughs> That's my new laugh. I'm going to be laughing my ass off. 
when the Redskins get bumped the fuck out of a playoff run. In other dumber than dumb NFL news, the Cleveland Browns announced. Now, this is the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. I, I, I don't know if this is actually going to happen, but they announced it. Adam Schefter, Ian Rappaport, that fuck. You know that fucking guy, Ian Rappaport? I think he works for ESPN, one of those guys. He announced it that the Cleveland Browns, the miserable Cleveland Browns, are going to interview former Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice as their head coach. To remind you, they just fired Hugh. I've never won anything. I'm never going to win anything. Jackson. They just fired his ass. And I don't know if you need publicity or you're trying to open up, uh, you know, some some sort of uh, like little mall around the stadium in Cleveland. LeBron's gone. Nothing's going on out there. All you got is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Ty Lu left. Kevin Love is on the injured reserve list. But you want to interview Condoleezza fucking Rice? Condoleezza Rice doesn't know jack shit about football. Why, why would you even suggest, if you, again, if it's about winning, if it's about integrity, the hardworking people, I like to break their balls, Cleveland, but the hardworking people of Cleveland, they deserve better. They don't even deserve this suggested. This is offensive. The fucking team was 1-15 two years ago, and the fucking team was 0-16 last season. Those wounds are still opened. You think Baker Mayfield has stitched up those wounds? Every single thing that the Cleveland Browns fans have been through, they fired their coach, and you're talking about bringing in Condoleezza Rice, Connie fucking Rice? It's disrespectful. Disrespectful to Bobby Womack. Disrespectful to Charles Oakley. Disrespectful to Don fucking King. All those people are from Ohio. They deserve better. Bobby Womack deserves better. The dog pound deserves better. Arsenio Hall, also from Cleveland, deserves better. Now, apparently, Condoleezza Rice is taking this shit serious, and she's going to have the interview. And we at the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast have an exclusive. That's right. We have an exclusive right here. We have Bizarro Condoleezza Rice on tape. In East Cleveland, East Cleveland is not the east part of Cleveland. East Cleveland is another part of Cleveland that's actually called East Cleveland. Condoleezza Rice has been out there on the streets in East Cleveland since this interview opportunity came up, and we have her on the phone. We have her on the phone right now. Hey, motherfucker. Hey, let me get your motherfucking lighter. What you mean for what? What you mean for, to light my motherfucking cigarette, bitch? Get that motherfucking lighter. <sighs> Listen, man. Motherfuckers think I don't know about football and shit, bitch, please. I know motherfucking football, bitch. I'm from motherfucking downtown Pittsburgh. Franco Harris, Mel Blunt, Jack Lambert, Terry Bradshaw, Lynn Swan type shit. Alright? Don't I know about football? Motherfucker, I know about football. I ain't no punk-ass bitch like that punk-ass bitch Hugh Jackson. 
begging motherfuckers to play. I ain't begging motherfuckers to play. Motherfucker, get in the motherfucking game, bitch. That's how I talk to these motherfuckers. I ain't coming in on goofy-looking frog-faced Ty Lue ass-kissing shit either. If I get this motherfucking job, I'm coming out there on some George Foreman shit. Motherfucker, I'm on the phone. Hey, motherfucker, I'm on the phone, bitch. I was Secretary of State. Football ain't shit. I ran the motherfucking White House. Soft-ass George Bush. I did all that shit. I blew up shit in the Middle East. That was me. I blew up shit in Russia. Punk-ass George was always scared to press that motherfucking red button. I woke up looking to press that motherfucking red button. I woke up looking to blow some shit up. I ran the whole motherfucking crew. Shit. Stole shit. I stole the motherfucking... Who you think stole the election from Gore? Me, bitch. Cleveland Browns. This ain't shit. Trust me. Trust me. Slapping the shit out of motherfuckers in the war room. Connie Rice, bitch. Win or lose, I can run some square-ass football-playing motherfuckers. And if them goofballs in the motherfucking dog pound start booing and shit, watch a bitch run up in the stands on some Ron Artest shit. I'm out. There you have it. There you have it. Bizarro Condoleezza Rice says she's ready to run the Cleveland Browns. I am Rappaport Podcast. I was watching this A&E documentary called The Clinton Affair, which is basically another reason to cart out Monica Lewinsky. I don't know if it's, uh, you know, uh, what year it happened. But every few years, they cart out fucking Monica Lewinsky and she tells a little bit more about the story and a little bit more about the story. This time she kept emphasizing, I was 22. We've heard the fucking story, Monica. We heard the fucking story. You know, I met Bill Clinton. Yes, he was a fucking, he charmed me. That motherfucker charmed me. I met him at the All-Star Game in 2015. I'm pretty sure I documented it on this here I Am Rapport Stereo podcast. Said he was a big fan. Bill Clinton said he was a big fan of mine. He was a big fan of the TV show Justified. Bill Clinton, former president, said he was a big fan of mine. Yet, Drago, you don't know who the fuck I am, Dolph Lundgren? Shame on you. But I've heard enough from Monica. What, what, what about now? We know what went down. You clarified that nothing sexual ever happened in the Oval Office. I don't give a flying fuck. What are you doing now to make a living? What have you done with your life since then? Dye your hair blonde. No one will know who the fuck you are. You still got the same hairdo from 97. It's time for you to move on. Get a new storyline. I don't want to hear about this shit every three, four fucking years. It's called The Clinton Affair on A&E. It's narrated by Monica Lewinsky. But it should be called How I Wound Up with a Dick in My Mouth in the Oval Office by Monica Lewinsky. And then we'd be done with it. If you just break it all down there, stop piecemealing me every few years. A little bit more information. And I try to stay away from the politics in general, but Jesus Christ, man. Listen, all presidents, all people in the press, especially po- political people, they're all going to say crazy shit. They're all going to say, uh, they're all going to say flubs, faux pas. It's hard to speak live and off the cuff. Every single day with the entire world watching you. I get it. Doesn't matter what side of the political movement you're on. 
Republican, Democrat, Green Party, whatever the fuck you're into. All your leaders, all your guys, whether it's cream cheese, Bernie Sanders, Bush Jr., Bush Sr., Slick Dick Bill Clinton, everybody's going to make mistakes. Everybody's going to say some goofy shit. But Donald Trump, Dick Stain, Donald Trump, listen. I guarantee if somebody collected the amount of fucking crazy, wacky, insensitive, off-the-cuff, made-up bullshit that Dick Stain Donald Trump has said in just two years' time, I guarantee you it's more than every single president combined ever. That's right, ever. Listen to these three doozies that have been said in the last four to five days. He came to California where we have just been ravaged by those fires. He visited a town called Paradise. The town is called Paradise. It's no longer a paradise. This asshole refers to it as pleasure. Listen to this dumb fuck. You're watching from New York or you're watching from Washington, D.C., and you don't, you don't really see the gravity of it. I mean, as, as big as they look on the tube, you don't see what's going on until you come here. And what we saw at pleasure, what a name right now. But when, what we just saw, we just left pleasure. Paradise. paradise. And, yeah. Or paradise. And what we just saw at, at paradise is just, uh, you know, it's just not acceptable. You dumb fuck you. I think he confused it with the pleasure paradise. And if you're from New York, you know what I mean. The pleasure paradise was a jump off spot. It was a titty bar slash, uh, you know, you pay to play type of place in Times Square in the 70s, 80s, and early 90s. Rest assured, Dick Stain Donald Trump was at Times Square's Pleasure Paradise in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Then he started talking about how he thinks the ground in the forests would be better off if we raked them. Thousands and thousands of acres of land should be raked. And if we did that, like the people in Finland, the grounds would be safer. Listen to this shit. You look at other countries where they do it differently, and, and it's a whole different story. I was with the president of Finland, and he said, we have uh, a much different, we're a forest nation. He called it a forest nation. And they spent a lot of time on raking and cleaning and doing things, and they don't have any problem. And when it is, it's a very small problem. Yes. And then he said this dumb shit. He's still talking about Obama. He's still talking about Clinton. He's saying that if he was in office during the time of Osama bin Laden, he would have killed him sooner. Listen to this incompassionate dick stain. Bill McRaven, retired admiral, Navy SEAL, 37 years, former head of U.S. Special Operations. Hillary Clinton fan. Special operations. Excuse me, command, Hillary Clinton fan. Who led the operations, commanded the operations that took down Saddam Hussein and that killed Osama bin Laden, says that your sentiment is the greatest threat to democracy in his okay. lifetime. He's a Hillary Clinton uh, backer uh, and an Obama backer. And frankly, he was a Navy SEAL wouldn't it have been nice if we got Osama bin Laden a lot sooner than that? Wouldn't it have been nice? You know, living, think of this. Living in Pakistan, beautifully in Pakistan, in what I guess they considered a nice mansion. I don't know. I've seen nicer. 
But living in Pakistan, right next to the military academy, everybody in Pakistan knew he was there. And we give Pakistan $1.3 billion a year. And they don't tell him. They don't tell him. You're not him even going to give years. them credit for taking down bin Laden? They took him down. But look, look, there's news right there. Those are his words. Those are not my words. They're not taken out of context and edited. That's the president of the United States. I am Rappaport Podcast. All right, listen. Florida has been recounted. They recounted the recount. That's over. No more politics. We're here to talk shit. One of the great shit talkers in reality television history. I love the Real Housewives of New Jersey. I love Bravo TV. I was excited to sit down with Teresa Judice as I was anybody that's come on the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. That's a fact. There's no shame in my game. There is no shame in my game coming up next on the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. The real OG of the New Jersey Housewives, Teresa Judice. I am doing this podcast dressed head to toe in Menlo Club clothing. Menlo Club is a men's subscription clothing service that delivers incredible product straight to your doorstep for only $60 a month. They got me looking like a supermodel and I'm not. You can check me out in their new ad that's all over the internet. That's right. It's me, the champ. The champ is now a fashion icon thanks to the Menlo Club. Miles, please play the audio clip from the commercial. Are you too busy to go shopping? too lazy do you even like going shopping it's simple you go out and pursue your passions and your dreams and the menlo club will make sure you look good doing it whether you're at work chilling or on the go the menlo club will have you looking like a million bucks interchangeable outfits sent to your door i ain't a supermodel but i dress like one do you want to take the stress out of buying clothes and looking good Leave it to the Menlo Club. I mean, look at me. I look fucking great. If I could look fantastic, so can you. TheMenloClub.com. That's TheMenloClub.com. And don't forget to use promo code CHAMP at sign up. And get a double package for your first month of clothes for only 60 bucks. That's double the product for 60 bucks. I ain't a fucking supermodel. But I dress like one. That's me! The fucking champ. And if you needed to be more convinced by me, let me make this even better for you, okay? They have a ridiculous Black Friday promotion that's going on right now for your first month's package that's only $25. 25 for your first month's package. And on top of that, you'll get a bonus package with a pair of sunglasses, a jacket, and a pair of shoes for free. Just use my code CHAMP at checkout and thank me later. TheMenloClub.com. That's TheMenloClub.com. Use the promo code CHAMP to start looking and feeling like a superstar at a fantastic, fair price. All right. Now, anyone who knows me knows that this is a, this is a, this is a benchmark moment in the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast because I am a huge Housewives fan and New Jersey is what sucked me into my complete Housewives fandom. So having Teresa Judice on the fucking I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast 
This is a magical moment. The OG of the New Jersey Housewives. Say it again. The what? The OG. Yes, you got that. The OG of New Jersey Housewives. One of the OGs in housewife history. And, and I patent this. I'll let you use it. The OTF, the original table flipper <laughs> in housewife's history. So I'm very, very excited to have you here. Um, Thank you for having me. How you doing, Teresa? And I like what your coasters say. Don't fuck up the table. Don't fuck up the table. No, so I guess you don't want me to flip this table. Don't flip the table. Okay, I won't. I mean, I would be kind of honored, but then I would be like, shit, she broke the table. <laughs> so, so first of all, you're a New Jersey girl. Now, every now and then... You know, and you're you're Italian. You guys have edge. Just just the first question I have to ask you is: every now and then things will come out. But are you a cursor in real life? Because that would be one of the hardest things for me, especially when you get emotional and get upset, as you have throughout the years. Is that tough for you, or have you trained yourself not to curse? Or are you not a cursor? Do you think I'm a cursor, or I'm not? I would imagine. Well, you have kids, so when I my my kids were young, I started getting better at it but i could see you without kids in free reign being a cursor that's just my gut instinct when i speak with my friends i don't curse okay if you piss me off i curse so you're not just a cursor just a curse no i don't like that i feel feel like a lady shouldn't curse okay all right i mean i curse when i'm mad like if i'm frustrated about something or if i if you piss me off then i curse which you will see that on one of the episodes You, you go off someone pisses me off and every word is FFFF. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> that I get really crazy on. So. I'm looking forward to that. Um, now, I got so many questions I, I, I want to ask you. But and, you're right. Around the kids, I, tr- I try right. not to. It curse. helped me when, I, when my kids were younger. And like, I, was, it, I was able to train pretty quickly. And it's like terrible because all these songs that my kids listen to, like, it's like one curse word after the next. I mean, it's it's, it's nonstop. It's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. And they're singing it like it's like um, Humpty Dumpty sat on yes, the wall. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And, become, and then very sexual. Like it's crazy. The, the, do you, do you limit songs. them with the with the songs? No. What am I going to do? You know. I know. There's no. They can't yeah, listen to anything. I mean, exactly. Um. All right. I have so many questions I have to ask. But but first, like one of the main things that that's started on Housewives this season, which is season what on Jersey? Season nine. Season fucking nine. Now, I'm going to curse because I'm yeah, excited. Yeah, season fucking nine. See, I got you to curse. Believe me, I've felt all the seasons. Yeah. Se- season, so this is the, the ninth season. Yes. Which is, which is crazy. I, I don't want to get into just like sort of reminding myself and the fans how the whole thing started, but the bodybuilding. Now, you've made cookbooks. I think best-selling. New York Times yes. best-selling cook- cookbooks. You, you know, three like, times. Three times. Three cookbooks. And my memoirs. Um, my fourth one. Okay. So, yeah. you you know, it's part of the culture of being Italian. It's part of the culture of being uh, uh, on Jersey Housewives. It's part of the, the Teresa Judice allure. Cooking, eating, stuffing your face. You guys make the holidays look good. And all this bodybuilding, how are you able to switch this off? This is a lifelong of stuffing your face, cannolis, uh, a manicotti, and everything. Like, how, how did this the whole thing happen? Because yes. you got into your Man- yoga. Manicotti. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so break this down. How? Because you, you went from yoga, which you were hardcore in. Yeah, I got, I got certified in yoga. Right. And um, I just needed to challenge myself to something else. Because, like, you know, I lost my mom, so I wanted to get my mind focusing on something else. And, uh, well, you know, everything going on. So I was like, I, I've always wanted to do um, a bikini fitness competition. 
And Joe... Just as like a far-fetched thing. I, I always wanted to do it, but Joe never let... He, Joe's always talked me out of it. He's like, what do you want to do that? What do you want to walk on stage in a bikini and... And, you know, like that and show your stuff, you know, whatever. Like, I guess right. he was thinking in his head, like, you know, show your stuff. Like, he's like, and so he always discouraged me from doing it, which, am I giving away storyline, Jim? No. <laughs> because you said something about it in the show, uh, right? Yeah. Oh, but so feel free to, but no, I won't nah. put it. I won't put so it. So anyway, um, I've always, that was something that I, I swear I've always wanted to do it. And just, you know, between being a mom and, you know, just. You know, then Joe, I just never did it, but more Joe, because he always talked me out of it. So this year, I was like, I'm doing it. Like, I needed something else to focus on. And and I also wanted to show my daughters that, you know, if you focus, if if there's something you really want, you could you, you could achieve it. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and I did show them that. So, Even though they were making, you know, they're like, because ah. like when I so- show them my bathing suit, you'll see it on the show, how they react and everything. And then when they see the end result, they see that it's like a sport. Right. And they're like, oh, my God. And they were so proud of me. So. All right. Well, I can't wait to see the results. I can't wait to see the w- w- what you I look like. I can't wait for you to see the results You either. feel good about it. You're pr- and you're going to keep going. Yes. I want to keep going. Yeah. I wanna, Holy shit. Because I like the way my body looked and I like the way I felt. Um. Like eating like that. I liked eating clean. Right, right. You feel good. Yeah, I really did. And isn't it hard though making food for your family and then like like the smells? Don't they yeah, like? Yeah, you know they- what? I thought my because my dad lives with me now, and I thought my dad was going to give me a hard time because you know we cook together, right? Home cooked meal. My kids have a home cooked meal every day, and I thought he was going to give me a hard time. He's totally supported me. I loved that he would make me asparagus. Like, that was one of my big vegetables. Just plain asparagus. Yes. And he would go to the farmer's market. You know, he would ask me, what do you want today? And he's so cute. Like, asparagus, sometimes broccoli. Right. And, you know, toasted in a toaster oven. Right. Um, you know, bake it. And he was he was such a team sport. And even my kids. Like, if I would cheat or whatever, if I just wanted. Oh, that's cool. Like, a scoop of ice cream because ice cream is my weakness. My kids would look at me like, really, Ma? And I'm like, okay. So, they all kept me that's in check, cool. which I loved. I, I can't wait to see it. So, Nine seasons into this, when you first got involved with the Housewives, what did you think it was going to be? Like, when all the way back then, before you know, you become New York Times bestseller, the good, the bad, all the the things that have happened. All right, before we get into all this, yes. Before, all right, since you're such a big Housewife fan, who's your favorite housewife? Well, listen, I wrote a book. It's a sports book, but the halftime chapter, I I documented all my housewives. Your five housewives. I looked it up. Yes. Okay. I was so, one of them. Of, of course. Yeah. So, so, what number so, do I rank? I don't do them in order. Why? Because I, I consider, because, you know, it's like they're so different in terms of, you know, but I, I put you, Bethany, and Nini as the big three. You're the big three in whatever order. Like, you guys are pillars. I'm not an OC fan, but obviously I know the, the greatness of the OG down there. And, and of course, you know, Beverly Hills. But my four shows are Beverly Hills, Jersey, New York, and Atlanta. Like clockwork. Got it. Like clockwork. And the reason, like Vanderpump, now I know she's great in the foo-foo and the pink and everybody likes that. But to me, <laughs> I heard a this. show can't revolve around her. Right, not right. to say she's not iconic because she's not great. But, but she doesn't, you have to sort of like... Give it as good as you could take it. And you obviously have been the pinnacle of giving it and taking it. And also there's been a growth. Like for, for you now, the way you are and like to see all the shit you've been through, like you've been in the fucking pocket. 
Like you've been in the fucking. You're literally like I call Bethany the the Michael Jordan of housewives because she retired and came back like Jordan. I would call you the Rocky Balboa of housewives. Fifteen fucking rounds. Yes. Fifteen fucking. And I used rounds. to love him when I was younger. Of every who didn't. I had a big crush on him. I mean, fucking Rocky yeah. Sly. So fifteen fucking rounds. Rocky Balboa of housewives. Um. So when you when you go back and think like, what did you think you were getting into? Not like I. I swear to God. Michael, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. I don't know if you know, it took me 11 months to sign the contract. Like everybody else signed the contract right away. Jackie, Caroline, Dina, and Danielle. It took me 11 months to sign that contract. Like the, they, the producers kept calling me like, you know, have you made a decision? Have you made a decision? I was like, no. Like I didn't know what I was getting myself in, into. I kept asking everyone. I'm like... I, I I knew no one in TV, right. so it's not like I wanted to be this famous person. I had three kids at the time, and I was just like, so it's not like I could go to all the parties and partying. I got that wasn't my lifestyle. And the shows weren't what they are now. They we weren't as familiar with them as right. we are now. Oh yeah, like I didn't ever watch Housewives before. I think the only Housewives that was on at the time was OC, right. and I never even watched it. Right. Like I, because you know what was on on my on my house. Like twenty four seven Disney Channel, right? That I swear, like I never watched TV, and um, my life around around my kids, which right. is the truth. I was a real housewife. So, you know? so what did you think? Like, so you you were reluctant? No. You- so then I finally, Jacqueline talked me into it. I signed the contract with no lawyer. I handed it to her, and she mailed it in. She talked me into it. She's like, if you don't, come on, let's just do this show together. If you don't do it, I'm not going to. But meanwhile, she already signed it. She's like, just let's do it together. Come on, just sign it. They're just, you know, and then I figured they're just going to follow us around what we normally do anyway. Go out to lunch, go out to dinner, go shopping, hanging out with our, our family, hanging out with our kids. So that's all. And, and when did you realize that it became. That it was going to fuck up my life? No. No. I, so I, I, when did you realize just in terms of like that it became like a thing? I mean, I know it's um, hard. I guess after, when I saw myself on the Emmys flipping the table. Right. And they you, showed you, a you're clip. Watching, you're at home watching I'm the Emmys. I'm at home watching you're the Emmys. You're a Jersey Emmys. girl yeah, and with then three, three kids. They showed the clip when I flipped the table on the Emmys. And you were you like, oh, shit? I was just like, wow. I can't, like, I can't believe they, you know, I was like, yeah. I was just, and then I, I forgot who I called at the time. And I'm like, they just showed my clip on. They're like, yeah, that's, that's a pretty iconic moment. And I was just like, oh, wow, okay. I mean, the, the table flip is is a game-changing moment. There's wig snatches, multiple wig snatches, uh, hair snatches, <laughs> and, and, and the table flip. But the table flip coming from, uh, and, and I don't remember the timeline, but like Jersey, and it was just on the heels of Sopranos, and it was such a genuine moment. And, and I rewatched the table flip when I knew I was going to have this opportunity to talk to you, and I'm like, this just happened. Like, it wasn't like a stage thing. And that's one of the things that, like... Oh, yeah, no, that was not staged at all. Had you ever flipped a table in your life before? No. Had you no. ever seen anyone flip a no. table? So Well, my dad used to, like, even though if you ask him, he'll say, he'll deny it, like, that he never did. And, like, growing up, like, if he would get pissed, he would bang on the table. And I think one time he did flip the table. I, cause I, I can't remember, and I think he did, like... Because I would always like test him, like I would always be like "but," and I would always like have to have my last word. My brother was the quiet one; he never answered back. I would always answer back, 
Um, so and I think he did. I think he like and all the everything fell off the table, and I was just like, oh my god. So maybe that was always in the back of my mind subconsciously. Like it, it was if in someone your DNA. pissed me off, yeah. <laughs> um, the original crew: Dina, Jacqueline, Caroline, and Danielle. Now, Stab came back last year. Do I? And I felt like. I, you know, I don't know these women personally, but I felt like, you know, as a fan, we were expecting her to be like, it was going to be all chaos. She was a little bit more chill last season. Yeah, yeah. Where are you with Danielle now? Um, we're good. Yeah, yeah, we're good. Matter of fact, I, I, when I was on my way here, she calls me. Did you, did you, so when you, when you, this original of uh, five girls, women, did you guys, like, how well did you know each other? Because there's like Dina, ja Jacqueline, you've had... Yeah, I was um, really good friends with um, Dina and Jacqueline. Okay. Those were my girls. And, um, and I, I met Dina first, and then Dina introduced me to Jacqueline. Okay. And I currently still talk to Dina. She's Adriana, my baby daughter, Adriana's godmother. Okay. Adore her, love her. And Jacqueline I no longer speak to. And I met, you know, I, Caroline I met through Dina because I was her older sister. So I always respected her because she was Dina's older sister until she became a bitch. <laughs> Can I not say that? Yeah, you, until she became a bitch and then now she go fuck herself. You know, I, I never want to talk to her again. You're, you're done. I'm done. I'm done with Jacqueline too. Done. Yeah. I listen. mean, you guys were so close. That was a, a painful thing as a fan, like to watch that. Yeah, but when you get backstabbed, like, like I did. It was what was that, the that final backstab? That wasn't painful? It was painful. Wait, that wasn't painful seeing my family yes. come on the show First of all, behind my back and and become all buddy-buddy with the fucking Manzos and the Loritas. That wasn't painful for you as a fan? It was painful. That wasn't painful. It was painful. That I was left all by myself, like which is fine because I'm still standing. That's why my book is called Standing Strong. Like, but that wasn't painful, right? That was to me. That's disgusting. It was painful. You, like, the, like the Sopranos, like the Godfather. You never, you never. Never go against the family. I agree. Ever. I'm so old school like that. You never go against the family. I agree. I'm like, that's a no-no in my book. I agree. I agree. And of course, I'm the older sister, so I forgive my brother and Melissa, you know, but Kathy and Richie, never. They, you know, I'm done with them, too. Done. 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 Do, you, do you, now, I don't know Jersey very like, well. That's, she was my first cousin. Right. Kathy's mom. She is your first cousin. She is. The, the, Kathy's mom and my father are brother and sister. Done. Yeah. Because I just, you know, my brother, he's my brother, you know, for my parents, I always, I always do the right thing, you know, but Kathy and Richie, like no excuse. You know, that was probably. And then they kept going. That's the thing. They kept going on and on and on. Like my brother stopped it eventually, but like they kept going on and on. It was disgusting. That was probably seeing you and your brother fight. And Kat, I'm still waiting for a thank you note from Kathy and Richie because they bought their house at Franklin Lakes because of me, from being on the show Bravo. And you still haven't given... The, they still haven't sent me a thank you note because they lived in Wayne. Their house, I remember she, bought, she paid 300000 for it. And now she was able to build her house in Franklin Lakes thanks to me from being on the show. Right. So I'm still waiting for my thank you note. Do you think you're going to get one? I don't think I'm going to get one. No, I don't think so. Do you, you see how happy I am? Um, that was fucking great. The, the, I'm very excited. So the, okay. So, so and with Danielle, since I, I talked about it, the only one I didn't talk Danielle. Danielle had people in her ear. She had, you know, I had people in my ear. So we really never got to, no, you know, get to know each other. Right. 
So then when she came back last season, because I reached out to her, you know, when I came back from being away. Right. Because, I, you know, I was thinking about it. I was like, you know what? It wasn't fair. Like, both of us never had a fair chance, like, getting to know each other. And I wanted her to know there was no hard feelings. After the, the infamous table flip. Exactly. And, like, I just wanted her to know. I know she was talking shit about me, like, when I was away or whatever. And, like, but I just wanted her to know, like, from me, there was no hard feelings. And, and I... And I and I knew that people were in my ear, people were in her ear. I and I'm mad. Like I had to tell her, like that day at the reunion, when Caroline kept saying to her, "You know what you did. Right. You know what like 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 talking like a man. Like first of all, I wanted Danielle to speak up. Right. And like say, what did I do, bitch? Right. What did I do? Right. And Danielle was afraid of them. Right. Because she thinks because they're in the mob or whatever. And are they in the mob? Uh, like, I don't know. I mean, you know, like, yeah. So I don't know. She maybe thought she was going to get killed or something. Oh, I don't know. shit. So I don't know. So I was like, Danielle. So I, when I came home from being away, I was like, what the hell? I was like, tell me, you know, why didn't you speak up to Caroline that day? Like, why? Like, right. tell me why you didn't speak up to her. Like, would it, is she telling the truth? Like, when she said, you know what you did, is, she, is there truth to that? She's like, no. What did she mean by you know what you did? Caroline was just fucking saying that. Like, there was... An, it just sounded good. Exactly. It did sound like, good. Danielle saying she didn't do anything. So then I said, well, why didn't you stand up to her? Because, you know, Danielle was abused when she was younger. Uh. So she got afraid. And like like I said, like, she thinks that, you know, maybe she would... Maybe they get a whack. Shot down, exactly whacked. Like you know, who knows? Meanwhile, you know, I doubt that would happen. Who? I mean, you never know, but I doubt it. Okay. If she hasn't been whacked by now, she's not going to get whacked. Right. So (laughs) I love hearing you say "get whacked." Um. All right. Season three. Your bro. So I told her that. So I was like, and then she's like, I wish I would have had you in my corner. And I said to her, "You got me in your corner now. Don't worry about it." So you guys are cool now. And then, and then we took a picture, and then. Bravo went nuts, and now she's back. I don't know. You know, I mean, I hope she's... I think she's awesome. Yeah. I really do. She's great TV. As a fan, as a fan, though, like, it's just as a fan. And I know it's reality, and, like, we, you, you know, it's not like Breaking Bad or The Sopranos would be like, we could write this character. Like, you guys are people. Right. And it's... I know it's, you know, it's, it's reality. Sometimes it's heightened reality. It's edited reality. But as a fan, like, last year, we were like, uh-oh. And good for her, she's chilled out. Good for you. Good for her family that she's chilled out. But as a fan, we were like, we're like, da-da-da-da. You know, we wanted to see the crazy soup. So whatever. I mean, Oh, between me and her? Exactly. Yeah. But, but, you know. But she gets crazy with, you know. The evolution of, like, the show, you know, it's like, for me, whatever. It doesn't matter to me. Like, the fans, like, we want to see, but, like, we stay in there and, like, different things evolve. Season three, your brother and, and Melissa come on. How did they get involved and did you, were you like, how did you feel about them coming on into your thing? That was, it was really bad. Why? Because I didn't know about it. How how would you like if you got a phone call from Andy Cohen and tells you that your brother's going to start working with you and you, and he didn't tell you and he interviewed behind your back. How would you feel? Uh, How would you feel? I would, I would be, I'd be pissed off. How would you feel? I'd be frustrated. Right. Sad, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's what happened. And your cousin. Right. And Andy Cohen calls me, oh, then two new housewives are going to be your sister-in-law and Kathy. And I was just like, what? I'm like, I just, I just talked to them like the other day. I'm like, why didn't they tell me? 
And yeah, I was just, it was just and such a slap in the why, face. Why didn't they tell you? I'm just and kidding. I used to tell them everything that was going on on the show. But why didn't they tell you? That's something you would have to ask them. Oh, they said that Bravo told them not to tell me. But, but I, you're, but you're your, your family. Exactly. That, I mean, you're my, that they're my, my brother's my blood. Had you, know? had you, had and you. And even Kathy's my blood. Had you gotten into, like, I mean, brothers and sisters fight, but had you gotten anything as deep and as palpable with Joe b- before Housewives? No, I think this is what happened. I got on the show and I got really busy. And, you know, when you're like, I'd be, you know, and I guess I didn't have, I wasn't hanging out as much. And they thought I was like, you know, like keeping them off the show. You get it? Like, I think Melissa was in my brother's ear or, or Melissa's family was in my brother's ear saying, oh my God, I can't believe your sister didn't put you on the show. Your sister didn't put you on the show. It wasn't my show to put them on. Right. It, it was the Housewives of New Jersey. They didn't want my family on the show. Right. Like, it was more about, you know, the Manzos. They, right. They were the family on the show. I didn't sign up to be on the show with my family. You know, that's not what I, you know, and... They didn't want my family on the show. It wasn't about that. It was about the Manzos, the Loritas. That's who it was about. Right. So, so my brother thought, I guess I was keeping him out of it, which that wasn't the case at all. And I mean, yeah, I guess, I mean, it's such a long time ago, but. And I, th- I, I was shocked that they casted Kathy. I'm sorry. Just because of the whole thing. Like, right. I was totally shocked. But I guess it made good TV because Richie probably trash talked me the whole time. And, um, so it just made good TV. Right. For, um, you know, and then they're like, oh my God, this is going to be a freaking gold mine. And, I'm, and, I'm, and it was a gold and mine. And who knows? I'm sure, you know, Melissa said a few words too. Right. And, you know, that I've heard through the grapevine. Do you, so do you watch the shows? I mean, obviously you've seen some stuff. <laughs> yeah, I have to watch it because I have to blog about it. But so far, Michael, since I started the show, and I'm being honest with you. I still, I've, I still haven't enjoyed it. I still have not enjoyed it. Like I, you know, I haven't like, like you know, it's like you know, being on TV. Everyone thinks it's like, oh my god, it's like the best thing ever. And to me, it hasn't. I mean, I've had a lot of fucking jealous people around me that wanted to take me and Joe down. Which you know what? Listen, they some you know they have succeeded because you know you saw, you saw what happened to Joe and I. Mm-hmm. And, um, but you know what, listen, I'm still standing and I know when Joe comes out, he's going to be still standing and shame on those people. I, I agree. And, and I don't want to go down that road, but I, I'll just say this. And, and I told James and I've said it publicly. I've said it on Andy's show. I hope somehow with the laws or whatever that he's able to stay because I couldn't imagine, you know, you guys going through that. So I just want you to know, and, and me speaking for the fans, Everybody is wishing you guys good luck because whether you love Teresa, whether you love Joe, didn't like Joe, everybody has seen your family grow and go through. Like, that's why it's so relatable. I truly fucking wish this gets, I hope this gets worked out sincerely because your daughters. They need and, their daddy, you know? Of course. They need their daddy. You know, I just want you to know that sincerely as a Thank fan you. and as Thank for all you. the fans, like, we fucking love you guys. Thank you. Thank we you. love you guys. Um, no, and he's been here since he's a year old. Give me so. a fucking give yeah. me a. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. So we're all, and and like the whole thing is too. Like he's did his time, and it's a white collar crime. Exactly. So it's like it's so it's not ship like, out some fucking people that did some violent cl- crimes. Yeah, I mean to me, murder, um, 
rapists, child molesters, to me, those are the worst. I don't even think drugs are that bad. I'm right. just, just because like marijuana is legal right. now in certain states. I, but I think those three things, murderers, you know, murder, you know, people that murder, that kill other people, child Absolutely. molesters, rapists. You me, did time. He are, did time. It's like, let's move on with our fucking lives. We got family here. I totally agree and, and totally support you. Thank you. Sincerely. Um, so are you and your brother who I love? I've met your brother. I yeah, love he's you. a great guy. Are you guys good now? Yes, we are good. Like you guys are good yeah, now? Yeah, we are good. Because that's probably, in, in all the Housewives history, I think the most painful thing for, for the fans to watch, like to see you guys have this, I mean, it wasn't like an argument. It wasn't like, oh, I'm not speaker. It was, it was painful to watch. Yeah, it was. I mean, for, trust me, I lived it. It was disgusting. And that's the thing. It was, I don't know how... Really, you know, I, I kind of look like the bad guy, which is, it's okay. I'm the oldest. I'll take it. But, you know, I know the real truth and it's, you know, but the thing that I don't like is that my kids had to see that. Right. And my parents. Right. They must have and, just been. And it's, you know, and they, my parents suffered over Right. It. And that's what's painful. You know, to even still till today, it bothers me. I'm sure. Because our family wasn't like that. It wasn't. It, so that's what I'm saying. Like, that was like. And I never thought fame and money would ruin our family, and it did. I mean, Kathy and Richie ate at my house all the time. All the time. We had boats. They were on our boats all the time. My shore house, they were there. They, now I could say it. They mooched off of us all the time. Mm. And then they fucking backstabbed me again. Mm. I mean, Kathy used to bring cake-made boxes. You know, the, the, the cake mix out of yeah, a box? Yeah. That's what she used to bring to my house on the weekends. And then now, uh, look, she should thank me for her freaking you know, cannoli line, whatever she has. <laughs> and Melissa, do you guys get along? Do you not get along? Or do you get along the way you're supposed to? Like, it's not perfect, but you guys have an open enough relationship if you're not getting along that you can agree to disagree. It, that's how it is, yeah. I mean, is she my best friend? No. Right. Like she doesn't need to be your best. She's, she's your sister-in-law. She's my sister-in-law. But there, you know, there's some sister-in-laws that are best friends. She has two sisters, so you know, usually when somebody has sisters, they go, they hang out with their sisters, and it's and I'm fine with that. Listen, I have a lot of girlfriends that are amazing. If you know, and I have a lot of friends, so I'm good. Okay. I'm really good. But you guys are good. We are good. Yeah, and I don't think it'll ever. Listen, it's done. Like whatever happened, happened already. Now we are good. Like, and, but if I have something to say to her, I'll tell her. And your kids are close with 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 Joey. Yes, with Joey, well, then Antonia, Gino. Yeah, I mean, we like they adore them. I adore them. That's that's good because that'll yeah. keep you guys like you know. Yeah, and that's the way family should be. You know, you I agree. never go against the family. <laughs> I agree. Um, one person who. I think out of all the housewives, I can't fucking stand that fucking witch. I call the fucking witch, wicked witch of New Jersey, Kim fucking D. Yeah, I like where, the way Kim. I like that. Kim fucking D. Where? What? What rock did Kim fucking D crawl out from underneath to get on TV? Yeah. I mean, she's great I for think, TV. I think who brought her on was maybe. Danielle brought her on. I but think. where? Where? Where does she? Who, who is this animal? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Trying to trying to be famous, you know. In famous the, for in, what? In the, in the she literally is the wicked witch of Jersey. Oh, I know. Trust me, I know. I and we and I was close with her at one time. I really was. 
you know, because you know, I used to shop at her store and promote her store and blah, blah. And, you know, listen, one hand washes the other. Right. And one the show, and never, I mean, we never exchanged any bad words. Like, you know, like we, we always got along. Like, right. We never had an argument, nothing. And then all of a sudden, somebody tells her, this is why she turned on me, she said. Someone told her that I was trying to keep her off the show. And that's what made her turn on me. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to fuck this bitch. Like, and then that's why she's making all these rumors up. Like, it's like, all right, fine, make them all you want. I don't really care. Right. It's good for the show. Make them up. Right. Do, do you see her around? No, I don't. No, I is don't. She, do you, can, is she coming? Is she on? And this is the thing. I never told the producers not to put her on because I think she's good TV. Right. So make up the shit all you want. I don't give a shit. Right. Like, good. You know, thank you. Cha-ching, cha-ching. Thank right. you. Right. You know? um, okay. Kim fucking D. She, she's a real fucking pig. All right. You've talked about jail. You've written about jail. First of all, do you have jail dreams now that you're away from jail? Like, yeah. have you, like do you ever like, does your mind while you're sleeping go back to jail? Not at all. When you look back on being in jail, like, you know, you're not show ready, but you look fantastic. You got your hair, you got your makeup, you got nice stuff on. Was what was, was that the hardest thing for you? Obviously, being away from your family. Yeah, it was That goes without thing. saying. It was very hard being away from all. Yeah, because I like, you know, I like nice clothes. I like all that makeup, you know, getting my hair done. That's just who I am. Right. I mean, yeah, I missed all that. So when you're in there, like, are you just like, like, what's your facial products? Nothing. Like, I didn't wear makeup. I no, only, of course, no I makeup. Only, but how do you clean your no, skin? No, no, no. They sell all that on commissary. Like, so what's the best skincare product you could get in the prison you I were in? I used to use Saint Eve's for exfoliating my skin, which I still use it now, and I discovered it there. Love it. <laughs> And they and they. Sold. You should do a commercial. Yeah. I found this while I was locked I, up, and I'm still fucking I using do. it. I do. I love it. I That's mean, funny. I really do. And then um, they sell um, face creams there, like in the in the jail. Yeah, in the commissary. Okay. We had a store that we go every Tuesday morning. Um, so yeah, we go like six thirty in the morning. Go. Yeah, they sell makeup too. In the jail. Yes. And how long were you in jail again? Um, eleven and a half months. Eleven and a half months. Now, what was the crazy- I just put it in my head that I was at a boot camp and I was working out every day and that's it. I that's what I that's I literally worked out all day long. Like I did yoga in the morning. Like as I, I worked out like three, four times. I ran on the track. We had an outdoor track. I mean, I have to say where I was, it was the outdoors. It was, it was in Connecticut, uh-huh. in Danbury. I have to say, I'm like I'm like, I used to talk to God. I'm like, really, God? All right, I get it. You put me here. There's a reason why. I don't know the reason yet. But the outdoors was so beautiful. That you could see. We were on a cliff. Yeah, and it was just breathtaking, like the view. And I would run outside like, yeah, I mean, I did a 10-minute plank. We had a contest in the the whole jail, like of all all different sports. I did a 10-minute plank. I won. Holy shit. (laughs) Can you still do yeah. a ten minute plank? Yeah, I'm sure I could. Ten fucking minute plank. Yes. yes. That's Hello. Fu- um, do you want to check out my body? I'm hard, hard body. Wait. Hard body hard karate. Hard body karate. <laughs> High five. <laughs> you want to touch my abs? Oh shit. <laughs> oh. And my, and my bicep. <laughs> so, man, that's fucking crazy. And so, what was like out of all the things that were going on in prison? I know it's like it, you weren't knock on wood in Rikers Island. It's women. What was the craziest thing that went down? Was there fights? Oh yeah, there was fights. How often were there fights? 
I don't know, maybe once a month. And it would just be two girls would get in a fight and they they break it up. Like, did yeah, you then the you know, guards would break it up. But it was, it was you didn't see anything crazy. Like, what was the craziest thing you could say? Even if it wasn't a fight or just like the most unusual thing that you saw or witnessed or that you were like, wow, I didn't know that jail would be like. Oh, um, they would put, the girls would put up curtains and then they would be eating out each other did, together. <laughs> yeah. And 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 would the guard were the guards aware of this? Yeah, but they would just walk by. Right, like it's like it's no trouble, no foul. No I mean, but uh, there's some guards that if they they would pull down the sheet, and and you know kick the other girl out that right. didn't belong in that bed. I mean, I, <laughs> when you were in jail, aside uh, obviously the aside, I mean, the missing your family and the fact that you're, but are you like saying that was yourself, the like that was the worst? Like I couldn't believe that I was taken away from my four daughters, you know. But, and are you like, what the fuck am I doing here? Yeah, I swear to God, because. You know, listen, I, I did the time already, so nobody can't say I, I didn't take responsibility. But I know the truth. That's all that I have to say. Right. And I shouldn't have been there. And But, you know, I did what I had to do. There was a reason why I had to do it, and I did it. I did it like a champ. I did it. Fucking 11 and a half months. I did it. That's not a fucking joke. <laughs> um, all right, so the, this year, the new girls this year, they just started. We're just getting going. We're just getting rocking and rolling. You know, there's been just a few episodes. Um, and but if you read my book, um, when I first came out, it was um, it was a New York Times bestseller. I beat the Pope. It came in number two, and you'll read all about Could you- me being away because I would. I, and that's another thing I used to do. I used to write every day. Okay. I would document everything I did every day. Okay. So I kept a diary. I need to read it. Yes. Could you believe the that you, New York Times? <laughs> yeah. Did you? Could you believe that you made a New York Times bestselling list? Yes, I could believe it. Hello, fuck I'm yeah, Judas. <laughs> I fucking like that shit. Um, all right, this this season, Jackie and Jennifer. What's up with Jackie? I smell fucking trouble. Jackie, um, that's the one. I mean, can I say? I mean, you you have to say. I mean, yeah. I mean, you have to see what what happens. Yeah. Is she a good? Are, are the fans going to appreciate her being on the show? I think this is the thing. What? Jackie um, and Jennifer. Jackie's Jewish. Yes. Jennifer's Turkish. Yes. So you're going to get like different cultures like on the New Jersey Housewives, which I think is awesome. Okay. Like I'm totally embracing it. Like I want to, I want to eat some matzo ball soup. I do. I want it. And what else? Um, you know, I don't know about locks. I'm not big. You don't on like blocks. Locks. I know. Oh, blocks. Yeah, fucking bagel <laughs> cream. Like locks is my shit. No, I don't like raw salmon. Oh, Sorry. you're not a sushi person. No, I'm not. A, I I like cooked sushi. I got you. Like, I got you. I like like um shrimp tempura. I got you. Um, spider roll. I got yeah, you. I don't like the raw stuff. Sorry. I got you. Um, all right, so you can't say much. And you know what? I'd rather you didn't say much because, w- like, literally, the thing about the fans, and I know for myself, I sit in front of that fucking television when I'm here. Everything goes off. I even watch I even watch now. Uh, 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 this is your apartment? This is my apartment, yeah. I love it. Thank you. Um, uh, I'll even watch it before a game now. Like, it goes, it used to be like game and then, watch, like, I need to watch shit in real time. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Um, it's more exciting, right? <laughs> I just I just look forward to it. All right, let me throw other names in. We, we mentioned Kim D. Andy Cohen. You have a good relationship with him? I love him. I just kissed him on Watch What Happens Live the other night. Did you watch yes, it? Yes, of course. You and and um um You would have known that. Yeah, no, I, I you and um um 
Um, Dolores. Uh, Dolores. <laughs> who I like Dolores. Yes, I She's a so. fucking piece of work. Yeah. She's a tough fucking cookie. Me and her go way back. You were cool so, before the show. Always, yes. I was, I've been trying to get her on for season, forever. Now, now is Dolores... And if you watch the past seasons, like with the Manzos and Loritas, like she was in it. Right. Yeah. Frankie Guns. I call her husband Frankie Guns. Are they together or are they not together? What's up with Dolores and Frankie Guns? They're not Guns? together, but they but, live together. That's crazy. Crazy. Yeah, no, Did, but they're like, it's an amazing relationship that they have. I know, but it seems like they're together, but they're obviously not together because the way they get along. Yeah, I mean, they're not, trust me, that ship has sailed. But I tried to, I'm like, there has to be. I'm like, you, you, know, you guys have to get back together. You know, your kids are so beautiful. You guys make the perfect couple. No, nah, that ship sailed a long time ago. It's done. So how does she and Frankie Guns, like when they have people in their lives, what does is, what is Guns say? If she's, if she's with a guy... No, I think the Dolores, gun man, the, Dolores goes to the guy's house and he goes to, the, to, the, to his girl's house. All right, and it works for them. Yeah, it does. I mean, you know, listen, he needed a... I don't know. Oh, I think oh, he moved out. He was living with his girlfriend and he needed a break, so... He, of course, and Dolores is like, of course, come over. I love Dolores. She's a tough. I mean, she when I I met her at Watch What Happens Live, she was telling me like, you know, like she worked in a fucking prison. Yes, yes. So she knows exactly. You know, but, but a man's prison though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a whole other thing though. A yeah. woman, attractive woman and working I, at. A, and I'm sure they all thought she was hot. <laughs> I'm sure if you're in fucking jail and then Dolores is in, you'd be like, what yeah. the hell's going on here? Yeah, I'm glad she was. She's not with, with Joe now. They would, they would probably would have been hitting that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what, what, what other housewives do you like? I know you don't watch all the shows, but what other housewives like? Are you like Bethany, Nini? Like, do you, do you know Nini? Oh, see, bringing it back to that, like, yeah, like guards were, like, you know, screwing around with some inmates. Wait a second, guards yeah. were fucking around with yeah. with inmates. Yeah, yeah, of course. And were you aware of this? Yeah, I was aware of it. Holy shit. And nobody, everybody knew not to come near me. <laughs> and so the, it's like, an, it was really like sort of an orange is a new black type of situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so so other housewives. Nene. You cool with Nene? I love Nene. Um, you love Andy? Yes, love Andy. Um, what what else are you doing besides the show right now? Uh, book, more books, cookbooks. Memoirs, makeup line, Saint. What is it, Saint Laurent? You said the, the facial cleanser. What did you say? Oh no, Saint Eve. Saint Eve's. Saint she Eve. should be the face. Uh, the I should. You should tell them. Saint you should Eve's. be the Reach out to me. I should. The, you know, like yeah, I used it in fucking jail, and I'm still using it. Yeah, I love it. And my skin looked good for eleven and a half months. Yeah. When I was locked out, and it's still looking fantastic. Yeah, like during the week, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't wear any makeup on the weekends when my family would come to see me. I would put some makeup on. What else do you want to do besides? But they had the worst hair products in there. So bad. What do you like? You you should be doing something with your hair. You have a magnificent, magical head of fucking hair. I do. I have a lot of hair. Yeah, I mean it's it's a beautiful set. Like you don't do like a shampoo line or something I, like that. I had a hair product line called you did? Melania. But then, unfortunately, when the, all the legal stuff happened, um, you know, a lot of retailers weren't taking it in. I gotcha. Unfortunately. Gotcha. But, when I the mean, spokesperson sh- is locked up. Yeah. It's not good know, for that's business. That's how it goes, yeah. Um, so uh, the show's on now. What else are you doing with your life? Um, well, I'm working on um, a makeup line. Okay. That's probably going to, you know, come out in the spring. Okay. And I have a... Um, Spices that if you go on my Instagram, 
Teresa Judice, you'll see I, you know, I've been posting on my story. So I came out with spices. I came out a pre-workout um, shot that you take, and it has CBD oil in oh, it. Oh shit! Okay. And um, oh, I'm also coming out with um, my working on it. Okay. So, um, my own olive oil. Oh well, that seems long overdue. And the and the plant is in Greece, so hopefully go, going out to Greece soon. Out of all the the people that you've been recognized with uh, by celebrities, you know we love the show. Who was the most surprising that you met that you were like, you watch the fucking show? I'm sure there's been a bunch of them over the years. I don't know if I'm really shocked about anybody, but you know who was like really the sweetest? Um, John Legend and Christy Teigen. Mm-hmm. They're like huge Housewives <laughs> fans, and yes. they're like they're like the the sweetest couple ever. They really are. Yeah, like really, really like genuine people. They love the show, which I I just love genuine people. Like, listen, I don't any. We're all the same, right? You know, I don't. You know, whatever. Maybe we all make different. You know, you you'll make more money than me, whatever. But you know, we're all human beings, right. and it's nice to see someone that's just and I, with me, what you see is what you get, right? Like, I don't try to like I don't I don't act like a diva or anything like that. And when you see somebody else that's just as down to earth as you. It's like it's like wow. I like I like that. I got you. I'm not really a starstruck person. I'm not like I don't. There's not one person that I'm like. Oh my god, I want to meet. I mean, like in my book, I say my idol share, uh-huh. which she is because I grew up watching her, uh-huh. and I think she's amazing. She's awesome. Uh-huh. But otherwise, I don't go crazy really for anybody. What do you do now with all your with your kids, uh, Melania? With, with with all the hip hop shit, she just recorded a song with yes. Fetty Wap. So so, so you're, I, you're gonna see that on the show. That's on the show. Yeah, so she's yeah she's gonna be you know recording her song and everything, and that's gonna be pretty amazing. How are you sort of managing that to let her do her thing, but also like be like, oh, what the fuck is going on here? Well, I mean, if out of everyone, out of all my kids, like Melania is is struggling the most with all of this. So if that's, I looked at it like this, like you know she wants to be a rapper, singer. It's fine if that's the way she wants to express herself, right? And you know, keep her mind off of you know everything that's going on. You know, I'm I support her 100, percent right? So, and that's what I'm doing. All right, listen, this has been a monumental moment. We've been talking for 50 fucking minutes. All right, I could keep. <laughs> and ta- I could keep keep talking to yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, there's so many questions you're I could pretty, ask. You're pretty amazing. Well, I appreciate it. I'm a fa- I'm truly a fan. My wife was like, "You better make sure the house is clean because she's not here." Aww. You know, to make sure the bathroom is because you know Teresa keeps her house clean and all that shit. Aww, she's so, so I can't cute. tell you how much I appreciate you coming on the I Am Rap Poor Stereo podcast. Like I said, I wish you and your family nothing but luck. Thank you. Um, I feel like somehow, some way, it's going to get worked out. I just wish you nothing but luck, and I appreciate you coming on the show. Everybody knows and Melania's I'll... song be number one. Fuck yeah! Yes, Th- that would be crazy <laughs> yes. if Melania's song was number one. Yes, I mean it, you, you. From your mouth to God's ears. Teresa Judice, I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Thank you. Thank you, honey. Listen, watching football is fun, but it is even more entertaining when you have a little action on the games, guys. You've heard me talking about this for weeks. But some of you, for some reason, are still on the sidelines. Whether you're an expert or a rookie, you should be betting at my bookie. If you're the kind of guy or girl that likes to bet a little and win a lot, especially for the holidays, you can create a parlay bet. Pick three teams to win, and if you hit all three, you can turn $100 into 600 
Six times your investment. There's so much to bet on. College basketball, college football, NBA, NFL, custom prop bets, even sports and politics. You name it. You can bet whether or not. Right now, at mybookie.ag, you can bet whether or not Kanye West will be allowed in the White House before the end of 2020. Sign up at mybookie.ag and they will give you a 50% deposit bonus to jumpstart your bankroll. Use the promo code Rappaport. Also, make sure you follow them at BetMyBookie on Twitter. They personally respond to every mention and DM. And they've given away more than $10,000 in free money to their followers just this football season. Log on to MyBookie right now. Use the promo code Rappaport and get 50% bonus. You play, you win at MyBookie. MyBookie.ag I want to thank my special guest, Teresa Judice. Rocking on the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Thank you to my man, Jane, for setting it up. Um, you know where to find Teresa. At Teresa Judice. Instagram, at Teresa Judice. All social media platforms, at Teresa Judice. On season nine of the Real Housewives of New Jersey. This is the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. I am urging you to have a safe, safe, safe Thanksgiving. Enjoy yourself, but be safe. Drive safe. Do not burn your fucking house down trying to fry a turkey. My name is Michael Rapport. I'm out.